Good Thursday, this is the Chocolate Knox with your Cross Politic Daily News Brief for June 30th, 2022. Hey! Are you going to the conference? You should be. It's in Knoxville, Tennessee, October 6th through 8th. The theme for this year's conference is, say it with me, lies, propaganda, storytelling, and the serrated edge. Satan is the father of lies, and the mother of those lies is a government who has rejected God. We have especially been lied to in these last two years, and the COVID pandemic has been one of the central ways and mechanisms that our government has used to lie to us and to grab more power. Because Christians have not been reading their Bibles and baptizing the word of God, we are susceptible to lies and weaken our ability to be able to fight those lies. But God has given us his word to fight Satan and his lies. And we need to recover all of God's word. It's serrated edge and all. Mark your calendars. You good folks out there have already done it. You've marked it for October 6th through the 8th as we get ready to fight, laugh, and feast with fellowship, beer, and psalms. Our amazing lineup of speakers. I just heard about one that's probably coming. I'm so excited. Uh, Hanging out with you guys is going to be awesome and the vendors as well. Meeting a lot of new friends over the last few years. Today is the last day for early bird pricing. Sign up now at flfnetwork.com forward slash Knoxville 2022. We tried to find a longer title. We couldn't. That's flfnetwork.com forward slash Knoxville 2022 or just go to flfnetwork.com. It should be up there somewhere. Did you know that red flag laws save lives? They don't. That was a quick story. I have a bunch of quick stories. Well, maybe not so quick. R. Kelly. Well, he got sentenced to 30 years in prison. Disgrace R&B superstar. You remind me of my jail time. R. Kelly was sentenced Wednesday to 30 years in prison months after he was convicted on all nine accounts in high-profile sex trafficking cases. U.S. District Judge Ann Donnelly handed down the sentence in Brooklyn, New York. And Donnelly, she minced no words as she threw the whole book at once at the once-beloved rapper and singer R. Kelly. He kind of did a little rapping. Not really a lot of rapping. Whoever wrote this don't know R. Kelly. You were a person, she says, who had great advantages, worldwide fame and celebrity and untold money. You took advantage of these ladies' hopes and dreams, holding teenagers in your house trapped. You were at the top of your organization and you raped and beat them, separated them from their families and forced them to do unspeakable things. You know, I was thinking... If R. Kelly is getting 30 years, what should abortion doctors get? You know, I was thinking if R. Kelly's getting 30 years, what does a federal government deserve to get? Mm, A Boston man is accused of beating a pregnant woman. This is horrible. A Boston man named Marvin D. Lou Carez, 23, allegedly punched and kicked the woman. She was two months pregnant. He injured her and a little boy that was one years old on Saturday in their Dorchester home. He was charged Monday in the East Boston Division of Boston Municipal Court with assault and battery on a pregnant woman. Assault and battery by means of dangerous weapon, strangulation of a pregnant woman, an assault and battery against a family member, an assault and battery on a child. Don't forget the child causing bodily harm. Prosecutors say... 
that he went into the woman's bedroom and jumped on top of her while she was sleeping and punching her in the head pulling her down on the floor by her hair and attacking her until she lost consciousness the one-year-old who was in the room during the assault began to cry de la cruz went to the child and allegedly squeezed his nose and mouth to silence him causing his nose to bleed he gets done and says go freshen up you're bleeding that's what he told her instead the woman grabbed the child and ran from the house and called an ambulance the judge ordered de la cruz to be held without bail scheduled a dangerous hearing for july 6. as horrible as a story as this is we live in such a good world still with the court system going through its problems such a good world that even that man is presumed innocent until proven guilty but boy if he's found guilty i think we need to throw the book at him fertility crisis is in japan and it doesn't look like it's actually going to stay there japan first took serious notice of his declining births in 1989 in an event known as the 1.57 shock, the total fertility rate, that's TFR, that was recorded that year, less than the 1.58 of 1966. When couples avoided having kids due to superstitious or an over-inauspicious event, one in the Chinese zodiac. While the decline in the birth rate has been arrested, Japan has been able to do almost nothing to significantly raise it. Uh, I wonder why. A record low of 1.268 was recorded in 2005, which has risen to 1.3 in 2001. And while that's impacted by the pandemic, it hasn't been even above 1.5 for more than three decades. Now, while the Western media tended once upon a time to obsess over how little sex the Japanese might be having, the same phenomenon is now being observed across the globe. This isn't just a Japan problem. This is a world problem. Seen through a Western lens, some of Japan's problems might seem obvious. What are those problems? A notorious culture of overtime work or waiting lists for kindergartens. That's, <laughs> that's the biggest thing. Overtime, huh? waiting list for given the very large number of countries with persistent low fertility each reaching low fertility in its own way it would be difficult to single out something specific well seems that god has made our job pretty easy those folks who get married have kids you know it go baptize them will be the ones who own the future a month before the Supreme Court officially overturned Roe v. Wade, millions of women knew the landmark decision establishing the right to an abortion was actually at risk. So they started doing something about it. Thank you, Leek. Gave them a little heads up. Dr. Nancy Benford, an OBGYN in Austin, Texas, told the Daily Beast that since Friday, the ruling of the overturning of Roe v. Wade, she had received three requests from women in their 20s asking for tubal ligations in which a physician cuts ties or blocks the fallopian tubes to permanently prevent pregnancy this generally is referred to as getting their tubes tied she says that to put the number into perspective over the last 20 years she's been in practice she normally receives about one request or maybe even two a year for sterilization procedures from a person in that age group she says there are women who never wanted to have children because of the state of the world, 
they wanted to get their tubes tied. Benford insisted that she will not be performing a tubal ligation for a 20-year-old. Well, I'm sorry. Get your laws and stuff off her body. Let her do what she wants to do. Requesting it out of fear right now because she thinks that these women might regret it later. That said, she's putting in IUDs left and right. She goes on to say the world is burning down right now and it looks like the handmaid's tale. <laughs> she also added that I think even seeing these requests for tubal ligations from women so young proves how scared that they are about their freedoms. Oh, I know. I know what happens when, you know, the alternative is you can just uh, kill the baby. How do you think they feel? Little fear there. On the second to the last day of the 2021-2022 term, the Supreme Court ruled five to four that Oklahoma and all other states possesses concurrent jurisdiction within the federal government over crimes committed by non-Indians against Indian and Indian country, wiping away centuries of traditional practice. But <laughs> the Supreme Court has been busy. Their opinion held that unless Congress acts to preempt state jurisdiction, states can prosecute non-Indians for all crimes committed in Indian country. Brett Kavanaugh listed several of the court's precedents that conflicted with Worcester, concluding that the Worcester era understanding of Indian country as separate from the state was abandoned later in the 1800s. Things are a changing. He's about to have a new mate actually on the Supreme Court. Katanji Brown Jackson. Katanji Brown Jackson will be sworn in today into the Supreme Court as the associate justice for Stephen Breyer as he retires. And Chief Justice John Roberts Jr. will be administering the constitutional oath during the ceremony. And outgoing associate justice Stephen Breyer will administer the judicial oath. This is the Chocolate Knox for your cross-politic daily news brief. Don't forget to sign up for the Fight, Laugh, Feast Club. There's a bunch of club content. Every day we're throwing something in there because we have the backstage. It's been fun doing a show every day with you guys. Hope you're sharing and liking the show. Don't forget that really, really helps us. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.